everybody and welcome back to the Top 4 Tiers podcast. Today I'm just joined by Robbie and we're going to be discussing our Championship and Premier League predictions. Now, you might have already seen the League 2 and League 1 predictions podcast that we did. It was just me and Robbie again. Basically, the format is we've both got our individual predictions and we'll be discussing them fairly briefly, not in massive depth because... I feel like we could sit here for hours and hours and talk about every single team, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we've got to just sort of rattle through it fairly quickly to not sort of waste anyone's time and bore people. But yeah, we'll start off with the championship. Now, just a brief one before we're not claiming to be from the future. And so if we predict your team to go down, don't give us abuse because at the end of the day, it's just our opinions and, We'll say that we should be, because obviously Sport Keep on Redden should hopefully be a little bit more knowledgeable. And then obviously yeah, we, the Prem, everyone everyone knows. Yeah, we are going to be more knowledgeable, like as Robbie but not, said. Not, not, not claiming to be experts. Yeah, as Robbie said about 54 times. I, I know, I'm just know I'm going to get slated because literally some of those predictions in League 1 and 2, I've just, I might as well I'll just pull them out of a hat. Well, that is fair enough, to be fair, lad. But yeah, we'll start with our championship predictions and then finish with the Premier League. So what we'll do is the format we're going to do it in is we're going to talk about sort of the bottom six in quite a bit of depth because they're all teams that, in my opinion, we think have a decent chance of going down. Then the sort of mid-table teams we'll, we'll go through briefly and sort of discuss them and then obviously once it gets to the business ends of the table sort of the top end we'll discuss that in a little bit more depth again so starting off Robbie do you want to talk about sort of your bottom six and and pick out a few few teams you want to go in a bit more depth on um so my bottom three to get relegated I've got Derby finishing bottom which I know is quite a boring choice now everyone's got them to go down but I just don't I don't rate Rooney as a manager, not only, not, not only have I not been that like impressed, he's obviously inexperienced as well. So I think with, you know, this situation, I don't think he's the ideal manager that you'd want to lead you into the season. Um, and obviously they, as of now, I don't think they can fill the full, full team, first team. And then 23rd, I've got Huddersfield. Uh, similar reason that I don't, particularly rate Corboran. I think he's a good I think he's a good coach, but I'm a bit decided on him as a manager. And I don't think all their signings have been particularly uh ambitious, I'll say. The only one I've been impressed with by was uh Colwell from Chelsea. But obviously with them being quite young, uh you know, he might not live up to the standards. And then 22nd, I've got Peterborough. I think the only reason I've got them 22nd and not 23rd is because I do think if they keep hold of uh, Clark Harris, his goals will... Uh, I think he'll... I think you'll make that Clark Harris's goals will basically win them a few points. Yeah, I think he'll kind of like give them a bit of like fight, but I don't 
think it'll be enough. I don't think the defence is good enough. And then by three, just above the relegation zone, 21st, we've got Preston. Uh, McAvoy, again, not seen too much of him. And I don't think they've signed. I think Olison Day's a decent signing. Uh, Iverson as well, but I don't think they'll... I don't think I'll pull Preston up the table in the room. And then Bristol, again, Pearson, not really. I think he had quite a poor uh, end to the season, didn't he? Yeah, they were horrendous last season. I think, last they, season. I think they were quite lucky not to get down, to be honest. Because like, quite lucky that they had quite a good uh, start with Holden. Yeah, if they didn't start they like a house trouble. on fire, I think they'd have gone down probably as one of the worst teams in Championship history, really. So, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think they've made any. I think Atkinson's probably the only signing that I rate quite highly. And then other newly promoted team, Hull in 19th, who I think, I think this season they just need to try to survive and then obviously get their embargo and then McCann can obviously have a bit more to work with. But I do think coming in, they've got a decent start squad for the championship with the likes of uh, Wilkes and Keane, Lewis Potter. And... Um... Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. Just to, yeah, just to quickly say as well, I think Hull are quite a popular side with the neutral. I mean, we know a fair few people that love Malik Wilts, and I do think he will be a, a breakout star in the championship this year. But as for my sort of bottom six, my three teams that are going, I've got going down, I've got a bit of a controversial one, one that you didn't even have in your bottom six. But bottom for me isn't Derby, it's Blackpool. Um, and then I've got Derby County in 23rd place, Preston in 22nd going down. Then I've got Coventry just above that. And then one that you might not like to hear, Robbie, but I'll explain myself in a minute. I've got Reading in 20th. And then I've got, and then I have Huddersfield Town in 19th. Now, just a few I want to pick out. Blackpool bottom, obviously. People thinking Derby, why are they not bottom? You know, what's that all about? Um, my main reason behind that is just I think they will sign a few loans and, and freeze. I think they'll start poorly, but Usually the side that everyone thinks will finish bottom never usually does, but I do think Derby will go down. And as for Blackpool below them, I just think Jerry Yates is a good player, but other than that, I think they'll let a few too many goals in. They've lost Ballard. I'm not sure Chris Maxwell's good enough for the championship, and I just think they'll be really poor. And then Preston, Frankie McAvoy, in my opinion, it was it was just a new manager bounce, and I think he'll really be exposed Um Daniel Johnson is a decent player, but they've got no Pearson. Barkhausen's been in really poor form for the last sort of 18 months now. And and I just think they'll really be a very tepid and boring side to watch. Then my three just above, Coventry, again, I think they'll just survive. Um, I think Hamer is, he started brilliantly last year, but, you know, didn't have a great end to the season. And uh, I think he might be away, to be fair, this year. And then as for Reading and Huddersfield, I think Huddersfield, as you said, Corbran as a manager, I'm not 100% sure on him, but I do think that they will grind out enough results 
the likes of Colwill, I do think he's a good sign. And Jordan Rhodes, I think he'll get at least double figures for goals. And so that's why I've got them staying up. And then Reading. Now, Reading seventh last year, obviously, you might not be happy with this one, Robbie, but I just think that the amount of sort of that's going on at the club at the moment um, is is a big it's a big negative. Now players like Swift and Ajaria and Zhao are all excellent players and I, I do think that as well as sort of Rinna Motta and Laurent, they're, they're great players but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe one or two of those leave maybe is it if it's in January or and I just think maybe I'm wrong but I think the Reading board always come across as, as one not to make the best of decisions sometimes and I think Paunovic is a great manager, in my opinion, but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't last the season in the job because similar to, it sort of reminds me a bit of the season after Yap Stam, sort of when you lost the playoff final and then the, the following year you, you sort of reverted back to norm and Stam was sacked and then you had a couple of seasons of sort of, was it Clement and then Jose Gomez, I think it was. But yeah, that, that's that's my bottom six, Rob. Um. Yeah, I get I get where you're coming from with Redden. Um, and my next two sides, I've got in 18, I've got Coventry. Similar reasons to you. I think Mark Robbins is a good manager, but I do think their squads. If anything, I do think it's weaker. Obviously, not having Ostergaard. Um. And on McCallum. As well, was the on loan? Yeah, I think of course. Them. But I don't. So I do think they'll drop off a bit this season. But I don't think they'll uh, drop off to the point where they could be getting relegated. And then seventeenth, I've got Reading because although I think we are expecting to sign a few players because we are going to get like um, confirmation from EFL soon about like the do's and don'ts of what we can do. I don't think we'll have enough freedom to make you know the sidings we need to push up the table. Like I said, I do worry that maybe one or two of our key players could also go along with uh, Elise, who's obviously already joined Palace. But I mean, obviously, anything could happen. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it is a bit of a negative vibe around around Reading at the moment. Um, obviously, you've just said your 18th and 17th, just because you wanted to touch maybe a bit more in depth on on uh, on Reading. But from now until 13th position, we're just going to rattle through our teams and and maybe only pick out one or two to talk about properly in a bit more depth. So if your team doesn't get fully talked about, then then we apologise. But at the end of the day, there is always teams at mid-table. You know, there's not going to be a lot to talk about. But I'm sure we will discuss your team plenty during the weekly podcast this season, whether that's a, a win or a loss or a signing or anything. So my 18th to 13th, I've got Blackburn 18th, Swansea 17th, Hull 16th, Barnsley 15th, Peterborough finishing highest of the playoff, promoted sides in 14th. And then Luton Town 13th. Now, the couple I'm going to pick out is, is Swansea, who many people might think, oh, well, they've got Russell Martin. Um, things surely will be looking up now. I do think they'll play better football, but I think I really like the way that Steve Cooper could sort of grind out results and 
not necessarily play brilliantly. And I think the loss of Ayu is a massive for Swans and Gurhi as well and Woodman. You know, that was the foundations of their team, really. Grimes as well. Yeah, Grimes looking like he's going to go. So I think that's a big loss for them. And then another team that I am going to sort of speak about a little bit is Luton Town. Now, a lot of people might have them a little bit higher than 13th, but... I think as as much as their signings are very, very decent, I think a lot of them are more future sort of based. Like Carlos Mendes Gomez, I think some fans might see this season as a disappointment for him, but it'll take him a little bit of time to bed into the league, in my opinion. And then, you know, the likes of Amari Bell, players like that. I, I think they're more players for the future. And Admiral Musquay, he's another one. Um so I think that Nate, I think Luton will probably be mid table. I just think their consistency might not be as good as uh, as sort of the tip, what you need to sort of be around the top. So if you want to rattle through your mid table sides, Robbie, and just pick out maybe one or two to talk about in a bit more depth. Um, so 16th, just above Reading, I've got Blackburn. Um, is looking likely now that. Uh, uh, Armstrong is probably going to be on the way out so I think that's a big big loss been uh, pressure on Brereton no 15th and what Bre- 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 hold on hold on I've got to stop you Brereton oh, Diaz, Diaz yeah. yeah say it right uh, 16th we've got Birmingham I feel like every season Birmingham have like a buzz going into it they make a few exciting signings but it just never like really works out. Obviously, it could be different this year. I do think. I think um, out of all their managers, Lee Bowie is probably the more like the one I'm most confident in. But yeah, based off previous season, I'm just going to put them fifteenth. And then fourteenth, what Blackpool? I think out of all the promoted sides, they're probably the most suited to making the step up. Um, obviously, they were good defensively. I know that's against uh, weak opposition but that's a stark contrast to me putting them rock bottom then mm, I do think Jerry Yates will make the step up um, and then I guess 14th yeah, 13th about Barnsley I've seen like loads of different people putting them like all over the place in their predictions I've seen people think they get relegated and People think that they'll maybe not maybe not equal what they did last season, but be up there again. But I just don't. The only signing that I recognise off the top of my head is Benson, who I don't even I only recognise from like not even I've not even seen him play, or I don't really know if he's good. It's just the only player I recognise. And obviously with shop as well. Again, not familiar with with them or his style of play. So that's why I've just got the mid table. Yeah. And then twelfth yeah. got Luton. Similar yeah. to you, I think they've made a few good signings. I think uh, Graham Jones is a good manager. So hey, I do think Nathan. Oh, Nathan. <laughs> Graham Graham Jones, what is he? Yeah, but I think they'll build on last season. Yeah, that, so there's our mid-table then, uh, guys. 
you did say your 12th position, which I, I didn't go that high, but um, yeah, 12th. The next three teams for me, and one of them is a bit of a controversial one, are three teams that I think will be the sort of inconsistent sides in the league. Now, these are the sides that I think will overall probably be pretty decent. They won't be terrible, but my 12th, 11th and 10th are Birmingham 12th, Bristol City 11th, and a big one, shocking maybe, Bournemouth, I've got 10th. Now, we'll start on Bournemouth because some people's jaws might have hit the floor there. Um, Main reason for me, Scott Parker, I think, I'm not a massive Scott Parker fan, I'm not going to lie to you. I just think the way his slow build-up play, it doesn't really suit the style that Bournemouth played under Eddie Howe and Jason Tindall and Woodgate. They were a lot more of a counter-attacking side, and so I think it may take a long time for them to transition into that. And then, just briefly, Birmingham, I know you said there's a bit of hype around the club. I think that Birmingham will do pretty well this year. I think they could be one side that that starts really well and then falls away. And then as for Bristol City, I just think they'll be hard to beat under under Pierce. And I think the likes of James um, and Andy King, they'll be an experienced midfield. And in my eyes, they'll be the team that everyone hates playing against. Sort of the they'll probably end up rolling around on the floor and grinding out results and ending up being hard to beat, but just not enough quality in the attacking areas in my eyes to uh, mount a promotion push. So there's my 10th to 12th. What about yours, Rob? Robbie, are you going to do your 12th to 10th? Sorry, that's muted. My 11th is Forest, I think. Um, I think they will build on last season, as Chris Ewan usually does um, in his second, second year. And then tenth is, I guess, my controversial one, which is Swansea. But I think when you actually look at it, it's not all that like shocking because I I think I don't want to like say it because obviously they were a good team, but at times it was he did kind of carry them through games, Just, like single-handedly. I think it will be a big loss and. To my knowledge, they haven't really replaced him, have they? Or not with anyone like high profile? No, they've signed that Joel Pirro, who that just has flop written all over it, in my opinion. I might be wrong, but yeah. Yeah, and then um, I think Martin's probably, he was probably like the the manager, which was obviously going to be like favourite for championship sides to poach. So I do think he'll be be good a good appointment for them, but I think that's going to come more like over the next year year or two. I don't don't think he'll bring any like instant success. And then ninth might be a bit harsh, but I've got Stoke. Think I do think some of their signings have been. Quite good. I think Rancic on a free. That's a great a good signing, signing, in my opinion. I think if that's he can stay fit. To one of the best. Yeah. If he stays if fit, he's one of the best players in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, I think if you've got a player, you can just like pop up with one to go. Like any moment. I think a midfield of him, Joe Allen, and Nick Powell could be very exciting. 
I've got Stoke quite high, mainly because of that, but also... Yeah, I do. when I did this, they didn't have a... Well, they still don't have a striker yet, do they? Or not confirmed? It's Sam Surridge. Oh, yeah, he's confirmed now, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Although, I do think that's a, that's a bit of a meh signing. I don't think he's bad, but I think Bournemouth have done quite well to get the few that they did. I do think Delap was probably would have definitely been more exciting, but I think I think he probably was their favourite. But I'd imagine, I guess, it probably fell through. Um, do you want me to do my eighth or? Yeah, why don't while we're on it, Robbie? Why don't you just talk about eight to seven? Yeah. Um, eighth, I've got Millwall. I think they've definitely improved. Uh, they definitely improved from last. They're definitely going to improve from last season, I think, under Rowett. Um, they'll be even better defensively with uh, Ballard coming in. Um, it's just... I still haven't got a striker out there. I'm not a... Yeah, I agree with you. I've actually got Millwall in ninth get, place, so... I do think they get a striker. Yeah, Millwall are my ninth place. potentially be playoffs, but now I don't see them. Didn't. Much better than that. And then seventh, I've got Cardiff because I think I've made a few good signings, but I think losing Wilson, uh, obviously, I mean, he was always going to be a big loss. I think it was more of like a, I don't, I don't know. I, do, I think he was, he went quite under the radar last year, if I'm honest based off like other wingers in the league, kind of like stealing the spotlight. When you look at him, he, like his stats, he... I, th- I think he's another player like Ranjic, how he can just pop up with a goal. Like a, yeah, like exactly. A when the, when the chips are down, range. he'll smash one in from 30 yards. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, and then I obviously think, he's a good player as well. Yeah, he, he's think. going to be a big loss for Cardiff. I've got Millwall in and he's also, and I've got Cardiff really, in eight as well. So yeah, he's also a big reason why I think Fulham probably going to win the league. Spoiler. Yeah, that that's a bold one, but yeah, well maybe not too bold, but they're probably the favourites. But I've got Millwall in in a ninth and Cardiff in eighth. So you've just basically covered them really well. So I won't discuss them too much. I basically mirror your viewpoints on them. Um, seventh place for me, I've actually got, and this really hurt, actually, I've got QPR. Now, as a QPR fan, it's probably the most optimistic I've ever been before the start of the season. And I would absolutely love us to be promoted. And a lot of people are tipping us for the top six. But the only question mark I have is that we are very, very entertaining. And usually when you get a side that's entertaining, they tend to ship goals. And Mark Warburton, as much as I think he's a very good manager, I just think that this year it could be just slightly too much too too soon. And so I've got us just missing out. And then I'll give you my uh, my playoff sides just while, while we're on to it. I've got sixth place Nottingham Forest. Fifth place, I've got Stoke City. Fourth place, I've got Fulham. And then third, I have West Bromwich Albion. Now, quite a few controversial ones in there. People think Fulham are going to run away with the league. I do think they'll be... They have to get in the playoffs because of how good their squad is. But I think this year it'll be sort of a year for ugly results and ugly football. And that's why one of the reasons I put QPR outside the playoffs. And 
I think Fulham may may struggle to get results against teams that sort of set up in a low block against them. And then West Brom, I've got them third. I just think, as much as I think Ishmael is a decent manager, I think losing Pereira maybe maybe loses that edge that the automatics would give them. And then Stoke and Forest, for me, it's just going to be hard to beat. Hewton will make Forest incredibly difficult to break down and similar to O'Neill and Stoke, I think. Both very hard places to go with fans back, both very good fan bases. And I think they'll be both having very decent seasons. So what's your four playoff sides, Rob? Um, oh, you'll obviously like this, but I thought QPR and six. Um, I think you've always had like a good team. It's just been your defence, isn't it? It's like been questionable. But I think going into the season, got one of the best in def- uh, goalkeepers in the league in Dieng. Um, I think like Geordie Device, um, Barbert, um, Jimmy Dunn, I think is a good signing. Um, and then obviously Rob Dickey. I think you've got you know, lots of solid cover. Um, Wallace at left back, I think, you know, he's solid enough that he'll do a job and then obviously your uh, I think your attack's never really been the problem but I think it was having Charlie Austin the entire season will uh, benefit you because I think you probably could have if you had him for the whole season last year you might have um, maybe turned your form around a bit sooner because I do think he's when it comes to just like Guaranteed goals. Like there's a few players that you can always rely on to consistently score. Um, and then fifth, I've got Middlesbrough, um, just because I think gradually for the last couple of years they've always been improving. I think this year, like when you look at their squad, they've definitely improved from last year. So I think they'll, and obviously Warnock's done it all before, so I think, I definitely think they'll be up there. And then fourth and third, I've got Sheffield United and Bournemouth, just purely because um, they look like they're going to hold on to most of their players. So I think, I don't know. I think just Ivan Yukanovic uh, is just a, like a, I don't, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure he's got like a stats in the championship. Pre, yeah, pre- so Kanovic is an excellent manager for this level, in my opinion, one of the best. And I think just Sheffield have got like a virtually, like virtually the same team that got promoted, plus the likes of Brewster, uh, Moussa, maybe Berg, um, and obviously. They might hold on to Ram still, but even if he goes, I don't think it's a huge loss. You know, we'll obviously get a massive fee from him as well. Still easily goes from place. So I think the only reason I'm not putting the top two is I think it's just a bit too obvious. And then Bournemouth, like you said, I don't think I don't think Parker will be able to get the absolute best out of the likes of Dan Juma. Um with his tactics, but I still think that their team is 
like way too good not to be up there. And if they're, if they're not by like January, I do reckon uh, Parker will be gone. So I'll be able to turn it around. But I feel like Woodgate did. Yeah, I, I would probably agree with you on that. So is that your top, your sort yeah, of six? Yeah, top yeah. top in the playoffs. Yeah, so on to our top twos then. Um, for me, my top two, you, you'll probably know it, but it's in what order. I've got Neil Warnock to Middlesbrough. Now, mainly the Warnock factor for me, and this is more of a heart pick than my head. I absolutely adore Neil Warnock as a manager, and I think this could be... We've fought this for the last three or four seasons, but I really do think this is his last year. And I think the storyline ending would be unbelievable if Warnock could could sort of get this Middlesbrough side up. And, and I think that they've got the players to do it. I think it's a very hard place to go, you know, up in Teesside, a long way away. And I just think their signings just scream Warnock, in my opinion. And I just think they'll get enough results. And then top for me is Sheffield United. As you were saying... They've basically just got the same squad and, and a manager in Slavisa Jakanovic who has an excellent record in the championship is very good at getting teams out of it. Bramall Lane will be a fortress, you know. The last time fans were at Bramall Lane, they were pushing for the, the top, top, top six in the Premier League. So I just think, yeah, that, that's my main reasoning for it. And I think that David McGoldrick, Billy Sharp, excellent strikers, Brewster will have a Brewster good season. As well. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's what I think for my top two. What about Even though it's like Jaden Ogle as well and Mac, uh, Low, fullbacks. Yeah, exactly. Well. Both great fullbacks. And Baldock, Stevens, you know, O'Connell, Egan, Basham. Just a great side, in my opinion, for the championship. Um, On to your top two then, Rob. So, I think I said earlier, my top spot's obviously Fulham. So that means uh, that would mean second would be West Brom. Um, I think I think the only thing that's potentially stopping West Brom from uh, having a good season is maybe um, their manager, Ismail. Because although he did a really good job at Barnsley, the football he played wasn't you know, the most attractive, was it? I don't know if that would suit West Brom. As well, with the likes of Carlin and Grant up top, you know, obviously they had DK, he's just a bit of a monster up top. Don't think Carlin Grant is that type of player, but if he is like willing to change it up a little bit, um, I do reckon that their front three, despite losing Pereira, is still one of the best in the league. It's just a question of whether. Never likes Dean Garner can stay fit. Yeah, so that's... No, it also that, looks like they might keep Johnston as well, which I think... Yeah, which I think is unbelievable as a coup. Um, just quickly on West Brom, something I didn't want to say is, I think that in my opinion, um, you know, why did they let go of Charlie Austin? I mean, he's such a good striker for this level. He, he would score goals. I think he would have suited Ismail as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe he just wanted to go, and and that's the most important thing. But yeah, obviously they could still bring in players as well. Yeah. So just before we end this, we didn't do this for the League One and League Two predictions mainly because sort of Robbie, as he said, isn't an expert. But we're going to give our 
predictions for top scorer, best player and biggest flop and first manager sacked. So, Robbie, I'll start with you. Who do you think the top scorer in the championship is going to be this year? Um, looking at all the teams and their strikers going into the season, there is quite a few to choose from. You know, you've got Brewster, which is whether he would play as much. Austin, I think, will be consistent. So, the only way I see someone maybe outscoring Austin is if they're just like on fire like Ivan Tony was. But I don't, I'm not too confident in saying something like Carlin Grant because just the system you might play in. So I think I'm I think I might just uh, yeah, I'll just go with Charlie Austin. As a QPR fan I massively appreciate that. But I'm having to go for a, a rival in Alexander Mitrovic for me. Oh my god. Know. It's because it's because I think you might have cut me off and it's actually first. So I just Fulham was just yeah. out of my head. Yeah. But yeah, if, he, if he's getting like service from Wilson and Kerry, yeah, I think maybe Mitra will, will score plenty. Yeah, no, take that back. No. Yeah, um, a dark geez. horse shout for me, though, someone that a lot of people have forgotten about is I think that two players for me, one is Naki Wells, who I think could get decent amount of goals this year for Pearson's Bristol City, but also Benica Fobe at Millwall. Now, I think if he can get on form, he could score some serious goals for Millwall. But yeah, that's my that's our top scorer shouts. What about um player of the season? Who are you gonna pick for that, Rob? Um I think player of the season. Again, there's just too much to choose from. Um I think I might go with I might just get Mitrovic just because I think we'll probably have his best scoring season if he can stay fit. I think it's by far the best team he's probably played in. And I think Marcus Silva will, you know, play the right system to get the best out of everyone. Yeah, that, that's a fair shout, to be fair. For me, I'm actually going to go with a player from, usually the player of the season is from the team that wins the league. Um, but actually, I'm going to go for a player, for a team that actually isn't predicted to do absolutely brilliantly. But, I, um, well, I guess sort of for them, getting into the playoffs is good. But I'm going to say Harry Wilson at Fulham. I think, for me, Wilson, he's just a proven player at this level. And although I don't see Fulham doing brilliantly, and actually, I'm not sure who's going to win the playoffs, but I think it's a massive gamble for them. I just think Wilson will be an excellent, excellent coup. But yeah, there's our two player of the seasons um, for us. Now, this is a bit of a negative negative two just to finish. We'll start with the biggest flop. Um, Robbie, do you want me to start on that one to give you a bit of time to think? Or um, Yeah, Yeah, so one for me I'm going to go with, and this might not be a, maybe it's a bit harsh going with this guy because I think, you know, there's a bit of it, there's a bit of expectation potentially on his shoulders, but for me, I'm going to pick Obi Alari at Barnsley. I think he's come in to sort of replace Daryl DK, and I just, I just don't think he'll be able to to lift his game to the standards. Maybe I'll end up being being very wrong, but I just think it, it screams 
of a player that comes over from a European league and, and struggles to adapt and ends up sort of being poor. But another one I think who could be poor is Paolo Gazzaniga. Now, he's a good goalkeeper, but in the Championship, you need to be consistent. And Gazzaniga can pull off a worldy save, but then two seconds later can let a howler in. So I think he might... I mean, the good thing for Philip is they've got, they've still got Rodak. Yeah, Rodak is a very consistent... I think Rodak will end the season in goal for Fulham, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and I guess for my flop player, just to, just to make up for um, me saying Mitrovic for both, which is pretty boring, I think I'll I'll come out with quite a bold one. I think my based off his season last year, I think I'm gonna say the biggest flop is gonna be Dan Juma, just because I think old, yeah. I think Parker's foot uh, won't you know won't get the best out of him, and obviously. I mean, I know there was a lot of talk about whether he does actually want to leave, but I think regardless of what he said, he probably does want to move. And if, if so, Dan Juma moves, have you got someone else? Because I wouldn't be surprised um, if he doesn't play a game this season. Maybe someone, one of the promoted teams, like... Uh, I'll say maybe like a Carlin Grant, just because, again, a bit like Dan Juma. The system might not be best suited to him, but obviously I don't know where he'll play. He could be on the wing, maybe. But mm. I, if he if he does play up the top, I don't see him. Yeah, I think Grant's one of those players, isn't he? That he'll either be very very good or very nondescript and poor. Um, to finish, then our championship predictions. I know we said at the start that we would be doing championship and Premier League in the same podcast, but. I think because this has rattled on a fair while and we don't want to do a disservice to the Premier League predictions by doing them rushed, we'll end up just releasing these as championship predictions. And then before the start of the Premier League season, at some point next week, we'll do an individual Premier League prediction um, podcast just so we can... That way everyone can be on. So Yeah, exactly. We'll probably get everyone on for the... the yeah, be a, we could do a longer one then, can't we? More yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. Just down with one Um. And so, yeah, the last one is going to be, and I'll go to you first, Robbie. Who do you think the first manager sacked will be in the champ? Um, going off the end of last season, and I don't see him having you know, a good enough squad. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, say Nigel Pearson, because I think he's already probably under a bit of pressure from that finish last year. So I think he would have to start like house and fire if he actually wants to uh, stay, at, stay at the club. Yeah, I, I think Pearson could go one of two ways. I think you're probably, you're probably quite not far off the mark there. I actually think Bristol City will have a decent season this year, so I don't think it'll be Nigel Pearson. My um, pick for the first manager to go will actually be, it's between two for me, so I'm going to go with two. I'm going to say it's, at, well, th there's three candidates in my head. The first one's Tony Mowbray at Blackburn. I think he was under quite a lot of pressure towards the end yeah, of the season. Sure. Um, second for me is Frankie McAvoy at Preston. The only reason I don't see it happening is because Preston aren't the type of side to sack managers quickly. Um, I think they'd probably relegate, be relegated with McAvoy at the helm unless it went horrendously wrong. And then 
The one I'm actually going to pick is, and you probably won't like this, but I'm going to go with Velsko Paunovic um, of Reading. I just think that the Reading board do have a history of poor decisions with regards to managerial sackings. I think... It'll be hard to give him a new contract, though. Have you? Mm, okay, well, well, on that on that basis, then I'll change I'll change my mind and I'll go with Mowbray at Blackburn. Um, I just think maybe, you know, there's a bit of a toxic feeling around Blackburn at the moment with not signing anyone, and I just think heads will probably roll quite quickly. They're gonna have to get a pretty big well. fee for Armstrong yeah. as well if they actually want to make money because of that Newcastle. Exactly. Seven, seven yeah. It's most of it going in the back. Most of it's gonna be. I think going they, in the they might get over Femi. Maybe because I think they were interested, weren't they? Obviously, he's going to Southampton. So it might yeah, be a good exactly. exactly. So that's going to wrap it up then, guys. Um, This one was about 40 minutes long. So we've gone fairly in depth there on the championship. We just ended up, maybe not, maybe we did waffle a little bit, but hopefully you enjoyed what we said. As we said at the start, don't, don't cry over our predictions. You know, we're just making a guess and we'll probably be very, very wrong. So... Hopefully, if we put your team low, we're wrong. And hopefully, we're right if we put your team up there. So, without any further ado, we'll we'll end the podcast there and say thank you all for listening. Any sort of likes, feedback, any shares, if you could tell your mates about the Instagram and tell them to give them a listen, and we'd really appreciate that. But, yeah, thank you very much, guys, and we will see you later.